1: Hello everyone, my name is Claire O'Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. In today's show, we are continuing the conversation and interview with the fabulous Stacy Morgan. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend you give that episode a listen first as we discuss how Stacy balances running a studio while balancing motherhood. In this episode, Stacy shares with us the benefits of entering local, state and national awards and how she has used winning awards to build customer loyalty and to create buzz around her business. I'm super excited to continue the discussion with Stacy, so let's dive straight into the show. Hi Stacy! welcome back to part two of our interview.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: So in our last week's episode, we spoke about balancing or in quote marks, balancing or uh, being a working mom and a business owner. And this week, we're going to focus on business awards. Now, I have watched you over quite a long time enter and win and be nominated and a finalist for a whole heap of awards. So can you tell our audience why you decided to start applying for awards and how it has benefited your business?
2: So I was told I had to, that's how I started when I thought about it. Yeah. (laughs) You will do this. I was told off my business mentor and my business mentor came about through our local um, business women's network. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I I paid a one-off fee to be part of a 12 week session, like a three month package where I was assigned a mentor. And then we had um, six sessions over that time period. And she mentored me in what needed to be done in my business. And the business Mm -hmm. was only six months old at the time. So I was very fresh. And uh, she said, have you entered the local business awards? And I said, "Uh, no, I don't have time for that. And she said, well, you will. So you need to. Um, And what I learned from that experience was that they were asking me all these questions that I um, didn't know the answers to. And so when I I went back to my mentor and said, I don't don't know what to say, I don't know how to say this. And she said, well, that's the point. The point is not to win the award or to, um, you know, to be up on stage and accept a trophy, but to have to think about your business in the sense of somebody from the outside. And so from that point onwards, it's kind of been part of my professional development and part of my, you know, trying to make the business better is that each year our local business chamber holds local awards And we have something like six or seven weeks to enter and each category asks a series of questions and I challenge myself to go in and answer the questions and to think about my business. And, um, I'm very lucky that in the last um, couple of years I've been quite successful. So that's where it started.
1: Yeah, and I, I 100% agree and, you know, maybe a little bit naughty. I've only entered like one award, so I'll have to start entering more. Um, but I really kind of only really came across my desk, if you will, uh, last year. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll enter. Entered and didn't allocate enough time because it is isn't. It is a lengthy process. Well, it can be depending um, yep. so it's like kind of i in hindsight way too hastily put the questions together but like you said it was a very reflective process and I was also encouraged after that to do it again next time and kind of hinted about you know maybe doing it a little better <laughs> um, but yeah it was a very insightful experience just even the, like putting the information together and so do you, do you find So you obviously, like you said, it was a professional development review for you, but do you find actually winning an award to have an effect on any current customers or potential new customers or is it more just the process?
2: Well, as far as the process goes, I, I I do this roller coaster every year where I I sit down and I spend all of these hours and my husband groans and moans and says, you know, this is a waste of time. Why are you doing this? You know, it doesn't bring any income in. I have to justify it all the time, and I finally get it done, and I go, that is the best thing I've ever written. Oh my goodness gracious, that's amazing! Ah, oh. and then the next year comes around and I revisit those answers from the year before. And I think what a load of rubbish. (laughs) And then I start again and, you know, use what I've already written and kind of add to that and uh, keep building on it. And then I, you know, submit it that year and go, that is the best thing I've ever written. And then the next year comes up and I think the same thing again. And it's funny how you can look back and, and, and see how much your business has grown from, from year to year and from submission to submission. But when I have been successful, um, which I've been lucky to be successful um, a couple of years in a row at the local awards and then um, twice at the regional awards and I've gone on to the state awards, um, it's, it's always great promotion for your business. Even though we um, pride ourselves on being a studio that is about the journey and is about the learning process more than it's about competitions and trophies and Mm. prizes. Um, I find that our clientele really get a a sense of, of pride. Our families get very proud when they see that we've, become finalists or that that we've been successful um the amount of love that we get and the amount of sharing that we get of of that content where we either share you know the submissions that we've done so that people can get an insight into the business or you know we share the results or the live feed from the actual awards and things like that people sharing it on their social media like their own personal social media people sharing it and putting it like a like a love post up with it saying this is my daughter's ballet school and this is what they've done and we're so proud to be part of that family." and you know those kind of payoffs are really nice warm and fuzzies and really good social proof for you as a business that um that you are out there and 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 doing the right thing but it it it's always subjective you um the as you said that the submissions aren't easy they they do take a lot of thought and they do take a lot of time to actually get the right amount of word count and and the right answers to make sure you're really answering the question and rereading and drafting and double checking and sending it to friends to read to make sure that it makes sense and um it it is it is a lot of work but the payoff as far as what you learn and then the actual um pride when you're successful is is well and truly worth it and you know nothing beats that they they make a big deal of it at, at our local um level and regional and state as well there's you know it's a big fancy night you get dressed up we often take Mm. the team with us you know you get dressed into the ball gown and when they when they announce your name as a finalist everyone you know cheers and claps and if you do win you know they play the pumping music and the lights flash and the spotlight goes down until it's like (laughs) the logies Um, and then you go up onto the stage and you know that's that's really cool because often being a business owner is really isolating it's often you you know, at 5am on your computer on your own or you in the studio cleaning the floors or it's, it's never it's never really, you don't really get those opportunities to really celebrate. And so being able to celebrate with your team or with your partner, with your family. I took my parents one year that I won and I got to get up on stage and thank them for putting me in dance, you know, all those years ago that enabled me to then go on and become the person that I've become. Like those, those things are quite priceless. So yeah. I, I now... Put entering business awards in as part of my um, as part of my strategy every year. Yeah. Not just yeah. for the development that I'm getting out of it personally, but um, for for the business and and everyone on the team kind of comes to expect that um, yeah. now as well that that that's part of our, our our social calendar and that's that's just what we do.
1: Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Now, so if if someone hasn't ever applied for these awards before and they're interested in getting started, do you have any tips for where to look or what types of awards to enter? I know it could be very specific to each person's location, but like how did you sort of find out about awards that you were eligible to enter?
2: So I've got a a couple of different places you can go looking. Uh, There are a million different awards that you can enter if you, um, if you Google it. Some you have to pay to be part of mm. um, the submission, some that you don't. Start at your local level um, with your local Chamber of Commerce. They're likely to have awards or even awards in your region. Um, yeah. and, start, and start small. You can just have, if you want to just get the questions one year and have a read of them and kind of do some dot points as to what you think you would write and then, you know, work up to the following year actually putting a submission in. Um, Mm. that's okay too. You don't have to kind of go gung-ho in the beginning. Um, I found that in writing, in in having to sit down and write the actual submission, um, it didn't, it didn't, as my husband used to give me heaps, it didn't bring in any income, but the learning that I got from it was, was so awesome Mm. Um, that now I try and do more and more. So there's also the Telstra Business um, Awards that are really great to enter. That submission is pretty lengthy. It's something like 20 20 hours worth of um, questions and a full full financial um, I get my accountant to prepare the financial bit. I yeah. couldn't answer those questions. Um, so I just send that bit to her and get her to send me mm-hmm. back what I need, the figures I need to punch in. Um, the Telstra business women's uh, awards are great as well. You know, I've got on my, you know, five year, 10 year goal to, to be a finalist in either of those awards. And I, so I kind of have that on, on the horizon for in, in the next couple of years, but, um, no matter where you where you look and which one you choose just just choose one and just give it a go just put some like dedicate some hours to it put some time into it and then i think the really important thing is if they give you the opportunity for feedback um, which yep. we're lucky we, we do at a local level. Our Chamber of Commerce, after the awards, will always put it out to anyone that's submitted that if you um, would like some feedback on your submission, go for it. Don't mm. be afraid to go into that room. I mean, it's con- it's confronting for someone to sit down and say, these are all the things you did wrong. But yeah. my goodness, it's a great learning tool. For years, I would write um, submissions that were very airy-fairy. In hindsight, they didn't seem airy-fairy at the time because I would talk about the arts and the love of dance and the... Um, mm. Yeah, okay joy and the all this stuff and when i sat down for feedback they were like but, but how many because i would say we're bringing joy to all the students And they're like how many students how many days a week uh, okay and i was like yep. oh oh that doesn't does, does that matter <laughs> yeah and he was like yeah it does we want to know um actual tangible real figures and and you know this many lives impacted and this many classes and this many days of the week and you know this many graduating students and they want you to be really specific so don't be i used to be afraid to give those figures because i thought Mm. that whatever i said i would sound amateur um but they don't um they they don't care so much they just want to know what you're doing so that then they've got something to compare it to um the following years or they, they want you to be able to say you know our, our enrollment's increased by nine percent they love you know stuff like that and, and any kind of Increase, no matter how small. You might be self conscious about a nine percent, you know, mm. but they they will go, yeah, okay, great, that's an improvement, tick. Mm. Um, where I would leave that those details out in the beginning and just go, oh, the, the love and the children.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. yeah, well, it's I'm good, actually reflecting on mine. I think I was a bit love and the children, so I think I needed to get a bit more numbers based. So that's that's a very practical tip that I can take away, and I'm sure other people can as well.
2: Yeah, nice, a nice blend of, of both. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, so also I have seen recently you've been nominated for a State Outstanding Business Leader Award. Is that correct?
2: Oh Yes, although That's... yes.
1: <laughs> oh, although what? Oh, well,
2: when so the Outstanding Business Leader category, it was the first time I'd entered it. And mm. I entered it and I was up against all these um, men really yeah. For yeah. Men, for being frank. Um, yeah and they were lawyers and accountants and um, financial yeah. planners and um, men men in business men leading yeah. businesses and yeah. i'm i'm a i'm a dance teacher and um, i entered it because it wasn't a category i'd ever entered before i didn't um i didn't reach the age bracket that it was yeah. and then i i i ticked over into that age bracket and i thought i'll give i'll give this a go mm. and so i just entered it um because I thought I should and I wanted to see what I needed to work on. And Anyway, I, I wanted it at the local level and then um, I won it at the regional level and Kerry ann Kennelly presented it to me. So that was just <laughs> crazy. Oh my God, I love Kerry uh, ann Kennelly. She was fabulous. <laughs> Good old um, cat. So, yeah, I was so starstruck. And <laughs> then, um, then that, that meant I got to go to state. And to go to state wow. uh, like in a category for outstanding business leader, mm. I, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, well, this is what all the long hours and, and late nights and stressing over that parent and, you know, this timetable and that running, yeah. over and all, you know, all that stuff that you, the, the grind of owning your own business and, mm. and the stuff you feel like you, um, you, you, you know, is really hard. This is one of those moments to kind of go, yeah. So, I, yeah, I did get to go to state and I got to buy myself a new dress and um, my husband got the day off work and, they fly, Lovely. They, fly, they fly you down to Sydney and the, the ceremony is at Luna Park and
1: wow, it's all,
2: it's all very fancy and you feel very special. So that, yeah, well, that, that was really congratulations. cool.
1: Congratulations. That's very exciting. And that is really, really cool. And obviously, like you said, all of the hard work and the long hours, you can finally sort of feel like you're starting to see the results of all of that. And that is fantastic and really cool that you got to meet Carrie Ann Kennelly. (laughs) 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 Awesome. So, you know, with that in mind, what advice do you have for others that are wanting to become a better leader within their business and put their studio on the map? Um, Leadership
2: is is interesting. I used to think leadership and management was the same thing. And it's only in the last couple of years that I've realized that they're two very distinct things and that I'm better at one than the other. So I'm trying to become a better manager because the, the leadership stuff um, for me comes from um, strategy and vision. And I, I love that kind of stuff. So um, I feel like I'm my best version of a leader when we have a clear strategy, when we have clear vision for where we're going and what we're doing and what events we have on the calendar and, and our why, our overall why as a business, because we're very, we're very culture driven and we're very values driven. And we talk a lot about um, why we do what we do. And we we're all about empowering the next generation of young people. And so when we really stick close to that vision um, and all of our decisions are made around that vision, then it's really easy to be a good leader um because you know the train 's already moving and and it 's easy to get people to jump on with you and and keep moving, mm-hmm. but I think um if we 're talking about putting your studio on the map, I just think whatever whatever that map is for me i 'm all about being able to give my students' experiences, whether that be in my studio or in my community or, you know, on a a global stage.
0: Mm.
2: And it's important for me that they learn that dance for them is more important, is is more about, it's not just about themselves, it's about so much more than that. And I want, you know, I don't have to be the biggest and and the best and and winning all the prizes, but if I am impacting Mm individual kids lives if they are feeling better about themselves if they are more secure with the person that they are in the world if they are able to you know put their hand up to do a speech at school or to nominate for a school leadership position or to you know um, make conversation with that person that is having trouble making friends in their grade or any of that great stuff that comes from the confidence they get in my studio when they're doing their dance class Mm -hmm. then that is the impact that that I want to have in the world and that is that is why I do what I do. So yeah. putting putting the studio on the map for me is is about those individual maps of, of those kids. If yeah. I can in, impact individual kids, then overall as a business, we're doing the right thing. And, um, and I don't care whether two people or 400 people know that we exist. Um, as long yeah. as we keep doing that every day, then I'll keep getting out of bed and going to work.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's all about impact for you, which is really inspiring.
2: Yeah. I mean, my teacher was so inspiring to me and that's what she did for us and dance was my entire life and mm. I, I owe everything to her and the dream and the vision that she put in me that I could be more and that I could aim for more and strive for more and if I can pass that on and, and do something for somebody else um, then hopefully they will then pass it on long after I'm gone and um, the legacy will continue.
1: Amazing. Now, Stacey, I only have a couple more questions before we wrap up our interview today. So, in our previous episode, I mentioned uh, you spoke about both of your podcasts, but the business podcast you have is Miss Bossy Boots podcast that you co-host with Jane Hillsden. So. Can you give us just a little bit of an overview of how did you know, so you actually gave us an, an overview last week on how this came to be, but can you tell our listeners who haven't heard of the show, possibly just listened to today's episode, some of the topics that you discuss?
2: Miss Bossy Boots is great. We, we put it all out on the table. There's nothing really that we <laughs> won't talk about. It's, it's, for, it's for women in business or for women just navigating themselves in the world. Um, whether they have children or not, it's all about keeping it real. So Jane and I want to stress that the things that other people are going through, you're not alone, that Mm. we've often been through it or somebody else has been through it or we have an experience to share. And we hope that by sharing those experiences and telling, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, that um, other people will feel like um, they have kind of um, the strength and the gumption and the, get up and go to be able to, to keep pushing on even when you have those days that are really hard. So we talk about um, anything from um, business or marketing or family or navigating husbands or um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a nice mix. And we often don't plan what we're going to discuss. We have kind of a, a Trello board. I know you love Trello as much as I do um, a yes. Trello board where we, have a, our list of topics that we choose from. Um, and we'll often just um, flick a sentence or two to each other prior to the recording. But we um, we used to be that we would plan it and we would often have a big discussion about it before we turn the microphones on. And then we'd turn the mics on and it would be very stilted and it would be like Jane and Stacey's business discussion now about business things. <laughs> Whereas we feel like the format of us just having a chat and throwing it out there works so much better so now we we have a rule that we don't turn the mics on or we don't we don't talk we say hello hello and then we get in put the headphones on turn the mics on and go um so it it's good fun
1: yeah and i i, I can know what you're saying sometimes you start talking and it's just like you oh bother i should have r- recorded that so i yeah. i completely understand that well my favorite type of podcast is to are the ones where it seems like you know, obviously very intelligent discussion, but also that it seems like, you know, friends are catching up and you feel like you're kind of getting an insight uh, into their lives as well.
2: That's how I feel when I listen to your podcast. I'm often driving down the street and you'll be saying something and I'll be laughing at you and then I'll realise that you're not actually there. <laughs> you're not actually in the car with me <laughs> or at the other end of the phone.
1: Well, I'm glad I make you laugh. Sometimes when I'm like recording, I'm just like, oh my God, people must think I'm a uh, not, not sure. but <laughs> Not at
2: all. I, you're endearing. <laughs>
1: I'm glad I can make someone laugh. So that's awesome. Um, but my very last question is one that I love asking as a fellow podcast host. What are some of your favourite podcasts or audiobooks or resources to become the best business or studio owner or even, you know, person that you can be? Let's do this every week because it changes from
2: week to week and I could talk about this all day every day. So at the moment I'm obsessed with building a story brand by Donald Miller. I read the book or I read the audio book, read, I listened to the audio book and then I discovered the podcast and I just cannot get enough of it. Um, it's fabulous. Have you listened? Have you read the book?
1: I have not done the book, but I have it in my audible pile to listen to. Yes, do Um, it. But I have, I've listened to the podcast for quite a while now, but I I think I went too hard too soon when i first started listening yeah and then i needed a little bit of a detox and now i sort of pick and choose the ones that sort of seem like they'll be relevant but even sometimes i'm like listening and i'm like oh, i don't think this will really be relevant to me and it always is so i do think it's very 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 good stuff
2: yeah jump back on it i also love creating disney magic um which is with lee cockerel and if you love disney or anything about you know that disney does well you know systems and joy and um, all of that great stuff. That's really great. I love anything that um, her business does. I'm obsessed with Susie Daphnis and um, she does a great podcast with um, Michelle Falzone, Content Sells. Do you know it?
1: No, I've not heard of it. Oh. So it's her business or Content Sells?
2: So her business is Susie's um, brand and Susie's company. It used to mm. be the Australian Business Women's Network, oh. um, but they rebranded to her business and Content Sells is um, the podcast start at the beginning. Don't okay. jump in halfway through, go to the beginning and it will blow your mind. It's not, um, it's not one of those podcasts that's all about like, you should do this. And here's why it's, yeah. it's let's, you should do this. And now let's, here's step one, you should do this. And then you should do step two and you should follow it up with step three. And then if that doesn't work, do step four and then do step five. And then this is how you're going to get it right. It's very practical. It's very, um, they're smart, smart women, and I could listen to smart women talk all day. So content sells is a definite must. But now my guilty pleasure is Oprah's Super Soul Conversations and Oprah's Masterclass.
1: That's not even guilty. I love that. Oh. I I only kind no. of I only got onto it because I'm like I adore Michelle Obama, and I yes. it, it came across like it was in the top um, podcast I listened to not long ago. Yep. Oh, that interview. She's fantastic. I'm listening to her book at the moment. I was going to say, have you read Becoming? Yes. I'm like I'm like halfway through. I love it. Oh, it's so great. I
2: read it in four days. I've never read anything so fast in my life. I could not put it down. I was like doing Lucinda's hair with one hand and reading with the other hand. Heath was like, <laughs> I cannot wait for you to finish this book so then you can get back to being a mother.
1: Because <laughs> so It was just, couldn't put it down. Yeah. So She's great. I love so it. Good. Yeah. So super sauce. So I always think, did it used to be called Super Soul Sunday or am I getting confused with Super Bowl Sunday? No, no, Super
2: Soul Sunday is like the TV show version of it and then Super Soul Conversations is the podcast, I think. If Oprah is listening and she would like to correct me, I'm happy. Sorry, Oprah. (laughs) I'm happy for you to contact me, Oprah. Um, (laughs) And I also love Boss Mum. Um, Dana Malstaff does Boss Mum. She's got a massive um, Boss Mum community and that's really good on those days where you – um you know your your child is written on the wall in texter and then you have to go and meet a parent who's cranky about you know an email that they didn't get like i love <laughs> connecting with other yeah. business mothers and that's um that's another great podcast i also love the west wing weekly oh <laughs> i love the west wing the tv oh, the,
0: show the tv and,
2: show yeah and this is a podcast dedicated to the tv show no. the tv show from 10 years ago mind you so yeah. um they go through every episode from the start, from the start of the season, like the seven seasons, to to the end, um, and talk about them in depth, and get people who were on it to come on and talk, and the producers and the directors, and that's another guilty pleasure of mine, the West Wing Weekly.
1: I love it. I love stuff like that. I'm I'm very into pop culture and things like that too. So I listen to a lot of, you know, book discussion podcasts and you know TV stuff as well. Even though sometimes I don't get to watch the show, I can like listen vicariously instead of actually watching it so very very cool but thank you for sharing those recommendations
2: no worries as i said it changes every week so call me next week and i'll have another five for you
1: don't worry i'm also the same but um oh you know one that i just shared on my recent um i was just sharing on my favorite stuff You might like this. There's a podcast called Shameless and it's by these two Aussie journalists. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, it's, I think what's the tagline like um, for smart women who love dumb stuff.
2: Oh, great.
1: And it's just like, (laughs) they will do like a little bit of like celebrity nonsense, which is like always fun. And then they'll, you know, but they'll look at it from a very intelligent angle and then they'll have a discussion about something like quite political uh, which I really enjoy and they're really funny. So you might like that one. Check. I just
2: found it. I've subscribed to it already.
1: Oh, Yeah. Well, it's, if you it's, like it, I'm sure I'll like it too. Yeah. it's funny. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah. It's really good. So I'm, I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. Well, Stacy, we'll wrap up the interview there. So thank you so much again for joining me for this sort of two episode special. Can you share with our listeners before we go where they can find you if they want to, you know, follow you or look about more into your business or, fo- uh, or even subscribe to the Miss Bossy Boots podcast. Oh, look. And ask you, an
2: Yes, if you could subscribe to Miss Bossy Boots, that would make Jane and I very, very happy. Um, We have a goal of uh, a certain amount of um, followers on Instagram, so hit us up on Instagram as well. And if we make it, we're going to Social Media Marketing World in San Diego.
1: I have, um, like, dreams about going to that place. That sounds fantastic.
2: I, I well then if we hit our, our quota, you should come with. Oh, my God. I would love that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you- Everybody needs to subscribe to me Spicy Roots Podcast so that Claire can come to San Diego.
1: (laughs) Because I I listened to another podcast and they did like a full debrief into that event and I was like, this sounds unreal.
2: Yeah, I need to get to there. Um, I'm also the not-so-together mum on Instagram if you want to hit us up with a um, follow on Instagram as well or if you want to check out Port Macquarie Performing Arts, our website is pmperformingarts.com.
1: Fabulous. Also, I love your Instagram handle name. That's hilarious. Love it. Well, it came about
2: because I went to the studio one day and I was in red and my daughter was in a red dress just by chance and someone said, oh, my God, you're such a together mum. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And I couldn't believe it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so together. But I'm really cool with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm really cool with it. So that's kind of where that came from
1: that's awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today, Stacey. Uh, I encourage everybody to go subscribe to Miss Bossy Boots and follow you on Instagram so that we can go to San Diego.
0: (laughs) Love you, Claire. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at